All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to another episode of Solo Mominate. This is Bree, and how are you doing today? Yes. Um, hey. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Solo Mominate, where we talk about solo, co-parenting, single in your dating status, parenting, or just anybody issues. I know I'm trying to figure out this life, and I'm sure you're trying to figure out this life, so why not we try to figure it out together? Um, that is going to be the official opening, y'all, one day when I actually make the time to sit down and record it, probably this week. I'll put it on my things to do for this week. Um, this episode, I've been trying to record for like four days now. And literally every time I start to record, somebody calls me or I am interrupted by life. You know, um, I do, you know, I'm driving to work in the mornings now. So I've been trying to record um, in transition or, you know, going back to my late nights, just trying to record as I'm winding down, getting into bed, all those things. But today I don't have a child for about another two hours. So I am trying to squeeze this recording in while I am doing my solo mom duties of keeping my house together. Um, so with that being said, we're going to talk about this. Today's episode is talking about the power of your no. Um, the power in saying no and creating boundaries in your life. I know that that was one of the things that I had to learn. I actually um, <laughs> struggled with that for a while because I always felt like if I said no, so-and-so ain't going to like me and such-and-such going to cut me off and whatever. And I realized, if y'all hear me walking around, it's because I am walking around, like I said, <laughs> doing my mom, momly duties. Um, but yeah, so I felt like if I said no, that I would turn someone off. And so there was a lot of fear there. There was a lot of tension and apprehension, all those fun words. Because I felt if I said no, I was going to lose somebody. But never realizing that all those times I was saying yes, I was inconveniencing the most important person, which was myself. Or, in some instances, my son. Because what we fail to realize is when we say yes to people, that puts them in a position of power. And it removes some power from us. And it, it doesn't have to be a power struggle, right? But really what it's saying is that I value you. And sometimes we put we place people on a higher value than we value ourselves. So for instance, someone called me last year and was like, I need to borrow some money. I don't borrow, I don't loan money to people. I'm going to just tell y'all that right now. My grandfather told me, don't give it unless you got it. If you ain't got it to give, then don't give it. <laughs> so the whole concept of borrowing money is foreign to me. Um, but at the same time, someone said like, yo, like seriously, let me borrow this money. I'm going to give it back to you in like a week. So I said, listen, I'm alone this to you on some humble because I do need it back. And not that I needed it back, but it was just that 
I wanted it back to be able to do some things with that money that would have inconvenienced me a bit to do to move some other money around. So basically, I was saying, I'm giving this to you because I got it, but I also want to do some things with that. So I need you to be honest and tell me whether you can give this. Yeah, 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 I got you, I got you. Don't even sweat. Have I ever let you down? And the truth was, this person had never let me down. Until then, (laughs) until that fateful day, when they did. So I loaned this money and the time came when they said they were going to give it back. And I said, Hey, yo, you got my money. I, um, yeah, I got you. Let me go handle this. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna break you off. I'm gonna get you. Okay. Okay. Day passes. Hey, yo, you got my money. Yeah, I told you I got your money. I got your money. My bad. I was just, I got caught up yesterday. Da-da-da-da. I'm going to get you your money. Day passes. So now we're at the third day. I'm not playing these games with you no more. Now we're at run my money or say you ain't got it. And that's where the shit hit the fan. Bruh, you tripping, bruh. You slip. I mean, da 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 da. And you talking about how you a single parent and da da da. I told you I got you. Have I ever let you down? Blah, 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 blah. Well, you're letting me down now. And had I said no, as I originally started to, I felt like I would have risked this behavior in the beginning. But then I was like, I value that friendship. And so I was willing to say yes, because I valued the friendship. And I thought that it was reciprocal. I thought that we were on the same page. If if I said I was going to do something, I did it. If they said they were going to do something, nine times out of 10, they had done it until this point. And it was ultimately, I see that it was now a test. It was a test to our friendship to see if they would really do it. So now fast forward. I was like, never do that again. I'm done. I will never loan this person money again. The friendship kind of struggled a little bit. But, you know, we kind of got back on on cordial terms. But here's the thing. I started to place boundaries now. And and people don't necessarily like boundaries. Because they want to know that they can come and go as they please. But the reality is... When you are a single parent, when you're a when when you're a solo parent, there is a necessity to have boundaries. There's a necessity to have boundaries with your children. There's a necessity to have boundaries with the people you're dating. There's a necessity to have boundaries at your job. There's a necessity to have boundaries every in every aspect of your life because it creates a system of order. And, and in order to have structure and calm and peace and serenity in your life, you have to operate in a system of order. That is my I believe if you don't believe it then try to live in a house of chaos try to live in a house where your kids go to sleep at any time where they eating whatever they want you go you're gonna see the ramifications of that so I operate within a system of boundaries my son knows the boundaries he knows I can't go this far because my mama not playing that he got it but when you place boundaries in other people's lives, when you start saying no, when you start saying I can't show up like that, when you start saying that this does not work for me, watch how people move. Watch. 
And I promise you this, when I started creating boundaries for myself, I started elevating to another level. When I started saying, this is a way I can operate that's successful for me, I started elevating to another level. I started elevating. I noticed last year I lost 20 pounds, right? Gained it all back because I got out of my boundaries. <laughs> I was like, nah, I can do this. I can do that. But I lost 20 pounds because I operated within a system of boundaries and a system of structure that was working within my life. As soon as I got out of that, I lost control and things were going awry and people were going awry in situations. And I was just like, where did this 25 pounds come from? Bitch, cause you slipped. Let's start there. So getting back to the whole premise of the power in your no, when you start saying no to people, like I said, it creates structure and it creates boundaries that they are not necessarily used to with you. And there's a fear. Because you are fearful, I'm going to lose this person. But guess what? If you create a system, I told somebody this this week. A friend of mine wants me to help him with a book. He hit me up like, yo, we need to talk. We need to chop it up. What is your schedule like so we can sit down and just hash this all out? I said this verbatim. Nights are good for me unless you want to talk early in the morning on my way to work. Nights are good for me between the hours of 8 p.m. and 9.30 because I'm operating within a structure that I am trying to be in bed by a certain time and I do not want to touch my phone because I'm meditating and I am winding down for my evening. He said this, 9.30 is too early for me because I'm still working at that time. But can we talk at 10 o'clock? And I promise to not keep you more than 30 minutes so that you can still go to sleep. It was a compromise. He understood my boundaries. He understood that it did not work for him. So he offered a compromise. And I said, sure, I will make this compromise for one day. Now, with that being said, outside of that, we need to create something that is going to be both conducive for you and conducive for me in order for us to be successful in this relationship. And although we, and then, like I said, it's just a friendship. I'm helping him with a book. So it's not a love relationship, but even in your love relationships, you have to set boundaries because people are only going to treat you the way that you allow them to. People are only going to show up the way that you let them show up. If you told, if you're a guy, and this is for real talk, I've had guys tell me this in college, you ain't sucking dick, I ain't messing with you. And I'm like, <gasps> clutch my pearls, no. But yet and still, they were creating a boundary that said, if you're not willing to do this, then don't mess with me. But they also attracted a lot of women that way. And my boundary should have, I mean, at that point, I mean, it was in a lot of, it was most of the time there, <laughs> but there are situations where there are friends of mine. I'm like, first of all, we ain't never going to go there. So calm, slow your goats, just chill out. Like, but basically my boundary would be, do not speak to me in that way. Rise to the occasion be something if you I'm clearly resonating on the wrong level if you feel comfortable saying this shit to me so I need to be in another situation but it really what it comes down to is 
I operated in a fashion that said, you cannot talk to me like that. You cannot come step to me like that. And there are a lot of guys who told me like, Amber, I couldn't talk to you. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, y'all, to another episode of Solo Mominate. This is Bree. Y'all, you already know what this is. This is a solo ride in an episode. <laughs> Welcome back to Solo Mominate, where we talk about... I'm struggling today. Welcome back to Solo Mominate, where we talk about solo, co-parenting, single, and your dating status, parenting issues, or just anybody issues, because I know I'm just figuring out this life. I'm sure you're figuring out this life. So why not us figure it out together? So, as you probably hear, cars wishing by, and I am in a car <laughs> driving to work as I do every morning. And yeah, I am making my way down this road. It takes me about 40 minutes on a good day in traffic, 45, 50. An hour and a half. Took me two hours one day to get to work. It was really, really interesting. But nonetheless, um, rolling down this road, I've been trying to post this episode. I've had some issues with the app, but hey, such is life. So today's episode, we're going to talk about the power of your no and being confident enough to say no in situations that are not beneficial for you or beneficial for your children. Or just if you don't have children, just being confident and saying no because something does not work for you. I think that one of the things that I'm going to really get into is that that fear that surrounds us when we say no to somebody. It's like, oh, if I say no, they're not going to like me. They're not going to be my friend. We, you know, we'll never talk again, blah, blah, blah. But the reality of the situation is you should be able to say no and it'd be okay. You know, forgive me, y'all. I'm trying to get situated. <clears throat> but you should be able to say no. And like I said, that'd be okay. Simply because no does not mean I don't like you. No means that I operate within boundaries. And boundaries are good. Boundaries are healthy. Give you a great example. As a parent, I set boundaries for my son. These are the confines that you have to operate within. These are things you absolutely cannot do. For instance, I was at the gym the other day. And this little girl, (laughs) and it took a lot for me to not say, who are you talking to? Because then I had to remember she's not my child. So, so this little girl is in the locker room with her mom. She couldn't be more than four or five. And she goes, didn't I tell you to take out my pants? And it was like to take her pants out of the bag. But she said it to her mom just like that. Didn't I tell you to take my pants, take out my pants? And again, I had to recall that this was not my child. So I cannot haul off and smack the life out of her because 
she ain't my child. But <laughs> I just really was concerned at the fact that, and, and I don't want to say concerned, but I was really just interested in the dynamic of that relationship that that mother had with that child. And the child continued to be nasty to her mother and the mother continued to perform the duties that the child asked her to perform so again i understand that being in a relationship having a child is a servant is a servant role being a parent is a servant role you do serve your child you literally get them dressed you feed them. It is your responsibility to keep a house over their head and keep the house in order. You're a servant. You're a servant. It is what it is. When you're in a relationship, you should be serving the other person where you should be caring about how they feel. You should care about what they want. You should care about what makes them happy. It's a servant. It's a servant role, right? This little girl took the servant role to a whole other level. <laughs> Now, bringing it back to boundaries and the power of no, if that mother had established boundaries to where this is how you can talk to me and this is how you cannot talk to me, I guarantee there would have been some immediate corrective action to say, excuse me, who are you talking to to tell me that I should have gotten out your pants? Or who are you talking to in such a tone that is so disrespectful? I correct my son swiftly, swiftly, if he ever gets out of line, because I say, that is not what you do. This is not how you talk to me. This, you know, I create those boundaries. And then I would say, I give him another opportunity to speak to me correctly. <clears throat> and... Typically, it's, you know, talk to me this way. S speak to me like this. It's, you know, I give him acceptable boundary, acceptable lines to live within, right? And so, it, that just goes back to the power of no. You give people boundaries within to operate when they're dealing with you so that they understand, like, oh, okay, when I'm talking to Bree. I can't go past this line. Or when I am dating Bree, I can't do this. Because, and I've done that. I've been in a relationship and I, you know, I like to give stories. I like to give examples because people learn from examples. I was in a relationship once and <clears throat> the young man I was seeing, <clears throat> I allowed him to come to my house one time and it was after one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning. Well, he did that a couple more times. Now, at this point, I have a child. And so one day he came in. I'm asleep. I, a lot of times I listen to, like, meditation music or, like, white noise or something to calm my mind and to ease myself into sleep. It's a very, very, a very, very calming. And I, I actually really, really enjoy it. And my son, I did that for him, too, is listening to, like, rain and things like that, just calming music so that his body and his mind can be at ease at night. So I'm, I'm, I'm calm. If somebody comes in your room and messes up that energy, and then the first thing they do is say, are you awake? No. <laughs> no, I'm not. Don't do that. And so I had to say, this does not work for me. 
I don't like it when you do this. I don't like it when you come into my home at three o'clock in the morning because now you're done with the club with your friends and now you're using me as a pit stop. You're using me as a what I want to do after the club is her. You know, that's not acceptable. So I had to create boundaries. It didn't work because this person did not want to operate within those boundaries. And that's okay because it doesn't work for me. There may be someone else that they don't have those boundaries. They don't have those rules. They don't have that, that level of expectation for somebody to operate within these confines to be in a healthy relationship with them. Somebody else could, it could just be different or it could just be the level that they're on. The level that I'm resonating on says that this is what works for me and this is what does not, period. So getting back to like the whole power of your no, right? When you say no to somebody, remember, it is not that I mean, sometimes it might be that you don't like them, but it should not be from a place where you don't like them. It should be coming from a space that what is most beneficial to me first. And then it sounds selfish, but understand that there are situations that people might put you in where if you say yes to them, it will detrimentally affect you. Hear me when I say this. Sometimes people will put you in a situation where saying yes to them will be a detriment to you. If somebody says, can I borrow $50 and you only got $80 to your name until the end of the week and you know that by Wednesday you need that $50, but they're like, hey, I could really use it like I need it for, you know, people have asked me for money for dumb shit. I had somebody ask me and I'm dead serious. I had somebody ask me for $70 once and they were like, oh, my life's about to get cut off. You know, I ain't got no food in the house. My kids, you know, like going down the gambit of all the stuff that there's is wrong. Right. And I'm like, oh, my God. If this $70 will go towards putting a meal in your home for two days, I've done something great. Come to find out that $70 was going to get their hair done or that $70 went to get a pedicure and their nails done because their priorities were, yeah, I let me tell you all the shit that I don't have. But then also the disclaimer at the bottom of the, of the list was... But I'm not going to spend your money on any of those things because I want to service my wants first. And I need you to service my wants and I'll figure out my needs later. So that, you know, I've had that happen. And the one or I think twice, it was two different people who did that to me. I was like, never again. They will never get money from me again. And it was it's usually people who, you know can tug at your heartstrings they have children they're going through something they lost their job blah 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 and then what they're doing with their money is not things that are conducive to somebody who's in a financial strain you know it's not saying that I'm in lag it's I need this money so that I can keep up appearances right but whatever but if you, so saying something to know to someone when you know, like, man, I really need this $50 in four days, that's okay. It's okay. 
And you don't owe anybody an explanation. Like, I'm tired of people feeling like if you say no to me, you need to tell me why you're saying no to me. The answer is no. And that's okay. I ain't got it. And I tell people that all the time. Like, I, I call somebody the other day I got all these examples because I'm living in an experience right now where my no's are my no's and my yeses are my yeses and I tell people that if you're operating with me let your no's be your no's and your yeses be your yeses there are there's room for negotiation in some instances but for the most part let's be honest about where we are what we need and what we're doing right and so I had a situation the other day where I asked someone for something. I said, can you do this for me? And they were like, I mean, not really, but um, I mean, maybe. And it was something like can, I needed to borrow some time from someone. Can I, can I have 20 minutes of your time? Can you, you know, keep my son or can I come over or whatever it was? I was like, can I borrow some time, which is a very precious commodity. And they were like, I mean, not really, because I'm not, I'm leaving. And I was like, okay, no problem. But then they were going to try to work it out. But then they went a step further. And they wanted me to now explain to them why I needed it. I said, if your no is a no, let it be a no. I'm not about to go into this whole mortgage board of information of, I'm, you know, I need you to keep my son because... I'm going to this networking event or I need you to, you know, I need to come over for 20 minutes because my life, yes or no, that's, that's it. Like my thing is I need to move on to the next thing. If your answer was no, I'm okay with it being no. Like that's where I'm at. I'm okay with the no because now it's training. Like I know like maybe I'll ask you another time or maybe I'll ask you another time. But the reality is, like, I'm not about to keep going down this proverbial path of, oh, I'm going to, I'm using this person and I need to ask them again and again and again. I'm not using anybody. If you, if I ask you for something and you ain't got it, I ain't got it. Okay, cool. I understand. I need to move on. And then that puts me in a position, another position to where I'm doing it for myself and I don't have to ask for help all the time. That is how I operate. That's how I operate. We all need help sometimes, but I don't like to be in need all the time. I don't like to be that person that every time you turn around, I got my hand out because there are people like that and it just irks myself. But you should be comfortable in saying no to somebody and not feeling obligated to give them an explanation as to why you said no. You don't owe that to them. You don't. You don't owe me, you know, explanation as to, well, my my child's been sick and I don't want your child over here. If your child's been sick, like if it's a no, it's a no. Whatever your reasons are, let it be what it's going to be. And when you create those boundaries and then I understand that, okay, this is what I need to do. If if I'm going to ask this person for help, I need to ask in this way. Or if I'm going to ask this person for help, I need to make sure that I'm doing it in this time frame or whatever the case may be. Because I want to operate within the boundaries that are established for me. That's it. Keep it simple.
I'm not trying to make anybody uncomfortable. I'm not trying to operate outside of that. I want relationships to maintain and I want them to be healthy and I want them to be productive. So I'm not going to keep going on this subject forever. I had so many other things that I had said before that were so like, just, uh, it was, it was such a good recording. And then I don't know what happened. I lost it. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's so much power in saying no, because it just establishes, like I said, those boundaries for you. And you don't owe anybody an explanation. As a parent, we have to do some things to protect our children. Like sometimes no is necessary. You know, it's funny because in the movie uh, Madagascar 2, I think it is, um, <laughs> the two hippos are like in this pond and they're playing. And uh, the one of the hippos played by Jada Pickett, Smith, excuse me. One of the hippos, um, she go, she says to the other one, um, can I ask you a question? And he said, yes. And he said, yes, go ahead. And remember, the answer will always be yes unless no was required. I thought that was so funny. And I think a lot of people missed it. But it was so funny to me because he said the answer will always be yes unless no is required. I just thought that was hilarious because he was saying, I'm going to always tell you, yeah, girl, until I can't because it don't make sense for me to say yes to that. But that's how I look at life. Like, I always want to tell people, yes. Can you help me out? Yes, I can help you. Can you explain this to me? Yes, I can explain this to you. Can you do this? Can you do that? Yes, I can do this. We live in a world where people are so actively ready to tell us no. People are so actively ready to shut us down. People are so actively ready to just, you know, oh, I don't want nothing to do with you. That we operate kind of from a space of no all the time, like everywhere in our lives, right? But I want to operate from a space of yes, unless no is required because it keeps me safe, because it keeps me protected, because it keeps me or my son from being hurt or harmed in any way. If it's going to bring detriment to me, my family, my livelihood or anything like that, then no is required. But if I can say yes to you, if I can say absolutely, I'm going to do it, period. That's just, I'm going to do it. And yeah, I just, that's, (laughs) that's the, some of it right like that's that's what it comes down to man i'm in traffic once again once again snubbed by this traffic shenanigans (laughs) so anyways check me out on social media y'all um www.singlemomstuff.blog is my website www.singlemomstuff.blog or find me on instagram at ab alpha beta underscore writes all correct spelling w-r-i-t-e-s-a-l-l again a is an alpha b is in beta underscore writes all w-r-i-t-e-s-a-l-l um, check out my books, Seven Short Breaths, Seven Short Breaths on Amazon or Liars Involved. Both are by author A.Brene, B-R-E-N-E-E on Amazon. You can Google it. You can Google me. 
<laughs> uh, but I appreciate you for listening. I hope that this was a beneficial message. I always hope that you get something out of these talks. I know I do. I feel blessed every time I do this. Um, my spirit is just lifted. And I hope that you have an amazing day. Remember, you are the greatest. You are the smartest. You are the bravest. My motivational messages that I say to my son every day, you're the most brilliant. You're the kindest. You're the most loving. Be the best version of you. I love y'all. All right. Peace.